Hey y'all, how you doing? How you feeling? How you living? Thanks for joining me today. It's your girl Akua, your host for Dem Coins Podcast, where we help millennials of faith gain clarity on what they truly value, manage and increase their income, and crush their financial goals. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about some personal finance news that may affect you, and also just some end of the year lessons that I've learned. Hey, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, yes. As you know, y'all, I love Christmas. I've been playing Christmas music all month. I really play Christmas music throughout the year, but uh, (laughs) I hope you are doing well, buying your last minute gifts. I know I am. I'm enjoying the interesting weather. Um, If you I've been impacted by some crazy weather. Shout out and prayers to you. Um, I hope you all are doing blessed and well. I am so, so, so appreciative for just, I mean, whew, the Lord has been good. I'm exhausted, but the Lord has been good. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you, every listen, every download, every word of encouragement. I am just so, 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 so blessed and grateful to have each and every one of you. Now, as stated in the intro, this episode is, as you can guess, a solo episode. So we're going to break it up. Part of it is going to be some interesting personal financial news that I think we should all be alert and aware of uh, things upcoming in, you know, 2022 and beyond, and um, also just three sort of major life lessons that I've um, learned in 2021. And you all know I am not a professional journalist, but you know, I like to do my research as much as possible. I'll try to include helpful links for some of the different uh, topics that I uh, discuss. But yeah, you know, if I misquote something, you could just shoot me a little email, you know, make a little correction, correct me out of love. You know, I don't take it personally. But yeah, so um, some of this uh, financial stuff that's going on, as you know, when you, you know, you go to the pump, it's more expensive. You go to the grocery store, it's more expensive. Uh, Yeah, so inflation is definitely up and um, it's, it was expected, right? You can't be printing out all that free money and, you know, what goes up must come down and vice versa. So... Yeah, that is something to consider. Obviously, when you're doing your budgeting and things, things are a little more expensive right now. Uh, Another expense to consider in this upcoming year is that in the U.S., uh, January student loan forgiveness is going to end. So obviously, you have a couple of options. You can uh, file for forbearance. You can file for... um, What's the other one? It's forbearance. Uh, Deferment is the uh, other option that you have. Uh, Typically with those options, though, your interest is still going to build even if you are not making payments. So if you are going to continue to make payments, you know, again, you might have to take something away from your budget or add in another income stream of some sort or, you know, figure that out to balance that out in this upcoming year. Um, and another thing to think about in the upcoming year is taxes. I know it's a ways off. It's a couple of months off, 
but especially if you have a complex uh, tax situation where you may have a business and you may have another side hustle, you may have, you know, freelance and you may do a bunch of different things and you may need help with your taxes, you might want to start getting your paperwork in order now to make things easier for yourself. Uh, also, if you are trading crypto, yep, the government, um, <laughs> ooh, IRS, they, they, they want their coin. So uh, be mindful of that. If you are uh, mining and getting some money, you know, be mindful of that because that uh, will be considered taxable income. And it also may be considered taxable income if you change your um, your type, you transfer your uh, type of cryptocurrency. So like if you have a Dogecoin and you convert it over to Bitcoin, that may be taxable. So make sure you talk to your local tax professional in your state and get, you know, your ducks in a row so, you know, the IRS don't come knocking at your door. Okay. <laughs> Also, another change that may be happening for uh, people with the children's, right? The child tax credit is most likely going to end this year. So again, you know, some of us may have gotten used to, you know, couple extra hundred dollars coming in every month. It, you know, it was a nice little tax situation, but um, that's probably going to come to an end. So you may want to consider readjusting your budget, right, to reflect this new change in the upcoming year. Um, also, in the U.S., there's this, you know, there's this big Build Back Better bill, which is essentially a bill from, you know, <laughs> Uncle Joe there and the Democrats. And essentially, it's a bill that's designed to help rebuild the middle class. Um, in the bill, they you know, have, you know, all the buzzwords that we like to hear, you know, helps with climate change and childcare and affordable healthcare and all these different things. But they do have some interesting facets in there. Um, related to childcare, they want to make it so that parents only have to pay a maximum of 7% of their income going towards their childcare. And if you have children, you know, childcare can easily run you, you know, a thousand plus a month, you know, so that would be a major, 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 um, positive change if it applied to everyone. Right. Um, so these are all sort of interesting things that are happening. There are certain, uh, individuals, certain Republicans who have come out and said, um, I'm not supporting that crap. So, uh, interesting times, interesting times. Um, you know, I always say, don't get too bogged down by the news. Also make sure that you're reading the full story and not just the headline. I know that sounds like common sense, but you know, in the age of information, a lot of the times, we take headlines and we we run with them. For instance, um, I I'm sure many of you have heard about the headline that Black women are more likely to start a business than white men for like the first time in history, which is you know pretty monumental, right? Considering the uh, the history of women in general, you know, in business and Black women specifically. But as you read the summary of the article, it says, despite starting businesses at a high rate, 
3% of black women are running mature businesses. In contrast, white women are more than twice as likely to run mature businesses. So again, these sorts of things are not in the headline, right? You got to read the article to get in there a bit further. And quite frankly, I think this is because, well, we're getting our feet wet, right? Black women haven't really had the opportunity, you know, to own and start and operate businesses the way we do now, you know, thanks to the internet, thanks to, uh, you know, certain progressive mindsets due to a lot of different things, right? So we're getting our beaks wet and most entrepreneurs fail and very few entrepreneurs have successful businesses before the age of 45. So these are all things to keep in mind and to keep things in perspective, right? When you're looking at your goals and you're analyzing where you're at financially, you know, where you would want to be, you know, keep things in perspective. You got this. I believe in you. (laughs) But all that is to just say, be mindful of news and headlines and all the fear mongering that is going on right now especially with this new variant there's a lot of fear mongering and it can make you feel as though everything is bad you know everything is not bad even in the financial news right uh for our um baby boomers and you know social security and our elderly they're gonna be substantially increasing social security benefits that is a very positive thing right mortgage rates are still fairly low so you know if you're looking to buy it's still a fairly good time right the economy hasn't completely collapsed right we're all still like (laughs) we're all still alive and you know kind of breathing and you know making it through um and if you are experiencing job loss as a result of the new variant of the, you know, Sister Rona and all that, I will be sure to include some uh, additional links for resources and help with that, both, you know, physical resources and also, you know, psychological resources for those of us that may be having a really difficult time um, during this holiday season financially. And also, you know, the, the holiday season tends to bring on a lot of grief People tend to think about, you know, people they may have lost. So I also include some links for that as well. Okay, so now on to my three top main lessons learned this year. Now, the first one is going to be uh, directly sort of money-related And that is, I had to address parts of my poverty mindset that was still lingering and thriving within me. So um, as you all know, you know, from the last episode, I talked about, you know, how I was able to um, double my salary. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you know, go on ahead and back and listen to it. But in the midst of that, I realized that a lot of my impulsive spending all of a sudden just was like (laughs) rampant and I couldn't really put my finger on what in the world was going on. And literally just this week, (laughs) y'all, I came to the realization that I was holding on to 
this poverty mindset specifically connected to this fear of I'm going to lose it. So you know how some people, if they are, and don't get me wrong, like I didn't, I wasn't born like and raised like, you know, super, super impoverished situations, but I wasn't necessarily like always balling, you know, and I'm not balling now, you know, (laughs) it's a lot more comfortable now. And some people as a result of substantially increasing their income, if they come from more modest beginnings and a more modest background, they will actually be afraid to spend, right? They will become, um, you know, they'll complain about, you know, something being an extra 50 cents or something like that, right? They'll freak out. But the exact opposite happened to me. I had this, you know, I get, believe they call them invisible scripts going on in my head that was telling me that, you know, this opportunity is too good to be too good to be true and it won't last long. So you might as well, you know, just spend, spend, spend. Um, first and foremost, uh, the devil is a lie. Okay. <laughs> um, but seriously, I really had to address this and, you know, call out this life for what it is and journal about it and pray about it. And obviously this will be an ongoing thing because this has been lying dormant underneath the surface for a while now. And so, um, this is something that I'm pretty happy that this has come to the surface because now I can address it because I understand what it is. Um, but yeah, if you've had, you know, a tremendously good year and, I say if you are alive and you're listening to this podcast that you've had a tremendously good year despite circumstances and all the other things going on, but really be confident in the God that you serve and know that God is not sitting huddled in the corner waiting to snatch every opportunity he's given to you. You know, we serve a good, good father ultimately. And yes, you should enjoy, you know, when God blesses you abundantly and you should be able to enjoy those things freely without the fear of, oh, this is too good to be true. And this doesn't just apply to money. This applies to like relationships, right? If you've had like really tumultuous relationships and a really good person comes along, there's no need to intentionally push that person away out of fear that, oh, you know, they're going to be like everybody else. They're going to, you know, it's a common trend, but again, don't, don't shun your good opportunities and your good time worried about when is this going to end? This is too good to be true. Lesson number two is pretty simple, but it's really been the word that God has given me this year. And it's about just doing things afraid. It's so simple. I'm sure you've heard it. I'm sure you've seen, you know, t-shirts with it. Do it afraid. There have been so, when I say, who (laughs) y'all, when I say I have been stretched (laughs) this year, I have been stretched and stressed (laughs) and all of the things. And I'm sure you all have too. 
in every capacity and you think you can't take anymore and your eyeballs are about to gouge out and you want to scream and yell at everything, but somehow you make it through. And so with that, going into next year, doing things afraid, and it is also really, really helpful to have an encouraging uh, group of friends, support system, really blessed to have people around me who push me in a good way to do things that I'm scared to do. And if you're like me, you like to make plans, you like to know the beginning and the middle of the end before you even arrive at said location. But sometimes that's not how God works, right? We all know the verse, you know, man makes plans, but the Lord ultimately directs our steps. And that can be, that can be very challenging because ultimately that just comes down to trust. It's literally like a trust fall right? In the God. So it can be very challenging. Um, but stay prayed up, right? You don't want to be, um, influenced to trust spirits that are familiar, that sound good, but aren't necessarily the will of God for your life. So be in tune with God's word because him and his word are, you know, inseparable as much as you can. And yeah, that trust thing actively working on it, right? See, this is why in the first episode of the podcast, I said, I am not here to be your know-it-all financial person person. You know, I'm here right alongside the journey with you, stumbling my way through it, trying to figure it out. Okay. (laughs) And my third uh, major takeaway from this year is to not be afraid to personalize your walk in your relationship with God. Again, this is another thing that seems kind of common sense, but we can easily find ourselves influenced by others. Uh, We see the way others do things and how they're blessed. So we want to imitate their exact steps. And that may not be what God needs you to do. And that may not work for you and for your lifestyle. You may also be heavily influenced by culture right? Sometimes culture says you must pray this exact same way. You must do this this way. You must, you know, all these made up rules that came from man and not really from God. And so being mindful of that, I actually, um, at my church, we had a guest preacher come in and talk about that because, um, at the beginning of his walk with God, he said he was praying four hours a day. And at some point, you know, those checklists of, you know, praying four hours a day, then reading the Bible, reading, I think he said he read a book a day or something like that. It was, it was intense. And in some cases, right, sometimes in our walk with God, we may have to do intense devotionals and fasting and things like that. But again, is that really sustainable? Should you be doing that for a short period of time? Right. Again, these are conversations that you have with the man upstairs, right? And he will director steps. But ultimately, what does that quiet time look like for you? Some people, worship is their jam. Some people, is prayer is their jam. Some people, it's the word. And, you know, I think that God will kind of give us all a combination of those different ways to connect with him. But ultimately, what is, you know, your way of connecting with him on a daily basis and staying, you know, in tune with the spirit? So, Those were my main three takeaways. I hope you all have a fantastic new year. I am so excited. This lineup for next year. Hoo-hoo. 
I am so excited. We got some killer guests. And you know me, y'all. I like to keep it real diverse up in here. So I like to talk to people from all walks of this financial sphere. Okay. So we're all going to keep continuing, keep learning together. I'll see you guys in 2022. Wow. That's crazy to say. <laughs> so use the rest of this year as you see fit. If you want to get an early start on your 2022 goals, do that. If you want to assess, you know, how did you do this year? Did you do great on some things and not so great on other things, right? I think that's kind of my story. You know, on the fitness tip, I need to get my life in order. But, <laughs> you know, uh, do you need some time to just decompress and relax, hang out with friends and family? Do what it is that you need to do. And till next year, y'all. And that pretty much wraps up today's episode. Thank you for joining me. I hope you got some new insights or maybe you just got some confirmation on a couple of things. Let your girl know. Feel free to reach out to me via email. Hello at demcoinsonline.com. Also feel free to check us out on Instagram, dem.coins. If you have any good topics, cool new strategies, let me know. And while you're at it, feel free to write an awesome five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about me, okay? <laughs> I am so excited for all of us on this journey. And until next time, stay encouraged.